You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're so glad you're here today. I'm Leanne Dolan from Pasadena, California. I'm a writer, producer. I've been spending a couple weeks in Oregon on spring break getting some work done. And my question of the day is, hey, Jewel, Liz, you got any plans for October? This is Julie Dolan. I'm in Dallas, Texas. Um, Leanne, I have just locked into a fabulous weekend in October. Fabulous. I'm just so excited about it. I I just can't wait to tell you. Liz? Mm -hmm. This is Liz Dolan in Santa Monica. I'm a marketer and a podcaster. And I was instructed months ago to keep October wide open, Leanne. So I did. But now I'm nailing down a big thing. That's all I'm going to say for now. Oh, how is that for a tease, Satellite Sisterhood? (laughs) That's right. We're going to tell you our big breaking news in just a second. But we also have a full show. Liz, you're here with the Space Report. You're on it, Space Sister. What's happening? You know, I mean, we, obviously, we just have, like, giant front-page breaking news. You know what I'm talking about. Of course, I'm talking about the new astronauts. That's it. That's <laughs> that's what we really care about here at Satellite Sisters, Artemis 2. Excellent. That sounds great. Julie, you want to have a discussion about something we don't, I don't think we've ever talked about on Satellite Sisters, obituaries. Obituaries. Have you ever thought about your own obituary, about writing it ahead of time or what you would want to include or not include? Yes, no. like every day, every day. You really? do? Okay. No, oh, we're going I'm to talk. a writer. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Could you write mine? <laughs> yeah, I was counting on you writing mine too. Okay. Sign me up. Ian's the youngest. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's right. Our chances. That's a good system. Yes. <laughs> I think we're going to have a more serious and thoughtful discussion about obituaries. But sure, we're going to talk about that. Also, I have a whole list of things mentioned on the Facebook group in the last couple of weeks that people are looking to bring back or that are having a comeback that we want to get on board with. I'm talking, of course, about cottage cheese and, okay. and a few other things. <laughs> so stay, stay it's a good with list, Liam. It's a good list. But, Jill, we did have a little spring break. How was yours? Well, I would like to personally thank Gwyneth, Taylor, and Bethany, okay, for a fabulous spring break. Thank you, ladies. You really helped me out. I didn't go anywhere, but I have to say, Gwyneth and the whole ski crash trial, the hit and run collision on the bunny slope. I, now, I have a position about TV trials, which is I try not to get involved with them at all because I because usually they involve very serious crimes, and I don't really feel like uh, it's you know it should be entertainment. I mean, I feel like it should be serious jurisprudence. Leave it to the judge, the jury in the courtroom. Uh, So I don't get involved in this. But somehow during spring break, I just couldn't get enough of Gwyneth and the trial. Liz, I don't know. Did you watch any of it? (laughs) Well, I did. I kind of got caught up towards the end. Yeah, mainly for the like fashion moments, you know, because that's how I didn't know it was happening. And it's until it started appearing in my Instagram feed. And and then I got sucked into more of the details, of course. Yeah, I mean, she had just, Gwyneth had wholly inappropriate, uh, low-key rich wardrobe for the entire, for the entire I thought trial. it was perfect. I, I, I mean, she was trying so hard to be appropriate, and yet somehow she was inappropriate because she was so high-styled. Okay, okay. <laughs> I loved the Clark Kent lookalike lawyer that she hired. Did you see that young guy? He mm-hmm. was cute. How about the ski crash animation? You can see I went very deep on this shallow tone. You did. You and did. of course, uh, just in- certainly enjoyed the, you know, when she said, I lost a half day of skiing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that means that's just. We're going to be set for for at least a decade. Or or what about I wish you well moment at the end of the trial? Oh, my gosh. It was, you got to give her credit. It was just full Gwyneth. Every single second, everything she wore, everything she did, all of her movements. I, I, I also enjoyed it. And I think the trial itself was fairly low stakes. 
So that's sort of your point. Yes, right? yes. Which, so I could enjoy that. You know, when she just had no idea how much it cost to ski at Deer Valley, she but she was <laughs> going to check into it. I mean, she just, hey, I gotta she just couldn't help herself. It's just to be this like privileged, right? White robe. She just couldn't help herself. So, but I, I do think justice prevailed at the end. And I think that the jury, I want to thank them and the judge. They did a wonderful job. Okay. okay. Well, so it felt to me like the major issue always was who's responsible, the uphill skier or the downhill skier, right? That was the whole thing. Yes. And we all know from being skiers, the uphill skier is always responsible. I know. Right. You know, you don't need a jury. Okay, you got a jury. But anyway, so that's what I would say. Okay. Now, justice was done. Justice was done. The second person I'd like to thank is Taylor Swift. She was in town for three days for her concert, okay? People didn't care. We had a tornado watch on Sunday night. That People, the Swifties did not care. They went to the stadium. They saw it, okay? I, I... I did not have tickets, but I appear to be the only person in of everyone I know who did not have tickets to Taylor Swift. So I feel like I went to the Taylor Swift concert because I saw so many Instagram, Facebook posts. I heard about what people were wearing. I saw they were wearing fringe and sequins. They had their little cowgirl boots on, all ages going, dads taking daughters, you know, mothers and daughters going. Of course, Taylor donated to the food banks here. She, she she just did everything right, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was just, I spent the whole weekend listening to music. I loved it. Uh, I studied her costumes. I felt so great. I mean, her costumes are amazing. And, you know, and I spent time with my granddaughter going through the costumes. And, and that was really a bonding moment. So I just... So, Taylor, you're number two on my list. You really helped me out over spring break. And then I want to bring it on home with Bethany. Of course, I'm talking about Bethany Frankel, you know, from Real Housewives of New York and Skinny Girl lines of alcohol and everything else. Julia, this surprises me. I did not know yes. you were a Bethany Frankel. No, fan. I wasn't. I, of course, I'm not Leanne. But in the Instagram algorithm, God said, yes, yes. yes. Julie Dolan wants to know more about Bethany and her glam or sham series. Okay. Have you seen this? What is that? Oh, oh my God. Apparently the algorithm thinks less of me. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> I don't know which way it is. You may think less of me. <laughs> Bethany's glam or sham series. She's in her Aspen closet. She is just going through and makeup. She's trying on makeup whether it's high price Yves Saint Laurent, you know, plumper versus something you buy at CVS, glam or sham. And she is talking smack about these makeup products. I don't even know what half of them are. And she's just globbing them on and putting them on her lips and eyeshadow and concealer and, and I don't know, bronzer and glistener. And I, I am just mesmerized by this stuff. And she's, she's just, to, you know, talking trash about him. She uses terrible language and, you know, it does so, but she's helping. Wow, Julie, that's a whole new you. <laughs> it is. It is. So Bethany Frankel's Glam or Sham series. I, I just, I couldn't get enough of it. So as you can see, it was a very big spring break weekend yeah. for me between Gwyneth, Taylor, and Bethany. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Hey. Well, that is an excellent warm-up, Julie, because, you know, we told everyone that we had a big announcement today. And that time has come. So you all warmed up for the big announcement? Yes. Here we go. Here we go, Smisters. Uh, because we have missed seeing your faces in person, because we have missed hearing your laughs in person, because we have missed so much about you, we will be hosting the, drumroll please, the first ever Satellite Sisters Big Fun Weekend this fall. So, Yay! So, I'm so in excited. October. It's very exciting. So put a giant save the date across your calendar for October 13th, 14th, and 15th. And join us in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. 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 We had a lot of bid cities. Tokyo, Rio, Paris. <laughs> Minneapolis went out in the bidding for the Satellite Sisters Big Fun Weekend. And uh, we have not been back in Minneapolis, I think, since our 
historic live show at the Minnesota State Fair, which is like a decade ago now. So, okay, first of all, it's two decades ago, and it was a combined appearance at the State Fair. And the night before, we were at an appliance store. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, acquired. I, I, I wasn't even on this trip, so okay, I'm no, really I was looking there. forward. I was there. I'm looking forward to uh, to going to Minneapolis. Well, we did get to see the Butterheads. But anyway, yes. no Butterheads this time because it's October 13th, 14th, and 15th. So we named it the Big Fun Weekend because we were playing with lots of possible names to describe a Big Fun Weekend. And finally just decided to go with a Big Fun Weekend as our date. <laughs> so like bring your friends for a girlfriend's getaway or come solo, meet Satellite Sisters from over, all over. We promise some big fun. So We've got all the info on the website, but Leanne and Julie, please take it away with sharing the big fun detail. Okay, sure. we're, we're going to start on Friday night, October 13th, and with a welcome reception. Okay, you know it's going to be should fun. mention, can I just jump in? We should mention it's at the Hilton in downtown Minneapolis. So, we have not mentioned that yet. So it's at the Hilton downtown. Okay, Julie, go for it. Starts okay, Friday night. I'll go. Friday night, welcome reception. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have appetizers. We're going to play Satellite Sisters trivia. There's going to be some other ice-breaking a- activities as well. Um, I haven't told my sisters about that, but I love icebreakers, so I'm sure I'll throw one in there. But this, and it, that probably is going to be at a downtown location. To, you know, we will announce that shortly, but it's going to be a great kickoff. You are going to see, you know, the sisters are going to be there. You're going to see Satellite Sister friends that you know from the Facebook group. They will be there. New friends, old friends, bring your friends. It's going to be a big, great beginning to the big fun weekend. Yeah. And then Saturday is the key day. The morning's open, so you're free to explore Minneapolis on Saturday, October 14th. In the afternoon, we're going to do a live taping of the Satellite Sisters podcast with Leanne, Liz, Julie, and some special guests. That will be right there at the Hilton, which is our big fun weekend official hotel. And then Saturday evening, it's just a big fun dinner party and dance party. You'll notice there's no learning at all. There's no breakout, (laughs) no learning. There's no lectures, no. nothing. It's just big fun. So I don't know, longtime Satellite Sisters will remember that like four years ago, I hosted a cancer uh, support community fundraiser, and it, the theme was Mama Mia. Do you remember that? It was a Mama Mia dance party theme. It was all women at the event. And I just said, this was the greatest fundraiser ever because people just came dressed like Mama Mia and it was great album music and other music. And Julie at the time said, if we ever do a Satellite Sisters dance party, it should be Mama Mia themed. And here it is, Saturday evening. We're having a big fun dinner and dance party. So calling all dancing queens, it's going to be Mama Mia themed. There's going to be dancing with the DJ. We're going to have a costume contest. There possibly will be a dance off. We're going to be talking about having a tablescaping competition. (laughs) And then there will be a big fun weekend group photo. I mean, that's it. It's just fun. It's just a big fun Saturday evening. And then I'm uh, working on my costume already. I mean, I mean, I think you got to go big. Okay. Yeah. Big is one of the one of the themes of the weekend. <laughs> so I I mean don't go halfway with your Mama Mia costume. Okay, really really go big on it. That's uh, we want to see those platform shoes. We want to see lame. We want we want to see fringe. We we want to see overalls. Feet. Right, overalls are we're overalls. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we we want it all. Okay, and then Sunday morning we're just. We're going to have a no host coffee f- final farewell. And, you know, we're just going to be sitting around all of us together in all of our friendship. And we're just going to be talking about all the fun we had at our big fun weekend. Right. Yes, exactly. And along the way, there's going to be we'll add some other uh, surprises. We're still surprises. on the plan. We're so happy to have an excellent event producer working on this. So it's not. It's not just the three of us. Sarah Alice is helping us, uh, and she helped us uh, put together this weekend and figure out the ticketing. So here's the deal. How do you get tickets? Well, the tickets are going to go on sale April 15th. Okay, that's why we said save the date now. We're giving you time to plan, to call your people. The tickets will go on sale 
April 15th at our website. The tickets for all the events will be $299. That's it. That's all inclusive of everything we just described. And there'll also be a swag bag and there'll be some Satellite Sisters commemorative item that you can take mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's great. And then the hotel at the Hilton, it's a great deal at $209 a night. That's where it starts. And you can pile quite a few people in that room for $209 a <laughs> night. Don't tell the Hilton we said that. (laughs) But um, uh, yeah, that's a great deal for a really nice downtown hotel. So it's $299 for tickets to all the events. And then the hotel is a separate uh, $209 a night. It starts April 15th is when we're going to sell tickets. And for the first month of ticket sales, we're going to have a contest because we want you to buy tickets before Mother's Day. It's a great gift for yourself for Mother's Day or to have your family buy for Mother's Day. Uh, So next week, we'll announce the prize for that. But that's it. It's going to be a huge, big, fun weekend. Minneapolis, Minnesota, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. I think the idea, Julie and Liz, is you can come with your satellite sisters, with Mm -hmm. your friends, with your daughter, mother, daughter. That's fine. Or you could totally come solo. And we're going to... Yes. For people through an app, for people to connect before the event. So if you buy a ticket and you're wondering, oh, what if, what do I do if I don't know anyone? You're going to be able to meet people before the event. So we know. And then we're going to have icebreakers, too. Icebreakers. Right? <laughs> Home watering eggs. Name tag. It's going to be so great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and one other note. We know we have a lot of Minneapolis listeners. Come to the, stay at the hotel. It's going to be like a big fun sleepover. We want you to like staycation with us. Okay, Minneapolis, we're going to make it worth your while. It's going to be good. Yeah. Oh, Liz, that's a great point. That's a great point. So this is it. For details now, if you want to reinforce what we just said, you can go to SatelliteSisters.com. You'll see our fantastic logo on the homepage. Thank you, Emily, for designing that fun logo. I think it's going to put you in the mood right away. And you can click through to all these details. There's a frequently asked questions section. Um, you'll get information on the tickets in the hotel, but both those buttons will not be live till April 15th for buying the tickets and making the hotel reservations. Uh, but you can go get all the information you need. If you want to stay up to date, also subscribe to Pep Talk. There'll be information in there this week that you can forward on to your satellite sisters. If you're trying to get a crew together, we're thinking about you know, a weekend with your girlfriends anyway. We've made the planning easy. We picked the location, the hotel, the date, and we're going to have a DJ. So what more do you need for a Satellite Sisters uh, Girlfriends weekend? So that's it. Everything's on the website now. There'll be obviously a lot more information to come October 13th, 14th, and 15th. We would love, love, love to see you in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Woo! (laughs) All right, stay with us. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) In their skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils, I love it all. That duo they have going. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the Mega Moisture Duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer, and it just delivers this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen, <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed, so it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. 
That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh what what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just gonna buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's a hundred percent grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. All right, this is Liz. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, there's obviously huge breaking news going on uh, in the U.S. right now. And by that, of course, I mean the announcement of the four new Artemis astronauts. You know, space is a long-time interest of the Satellite Sisters. Wouldn't you say, sisters? Yes, yes. We, yeah, we, we are, we're always talking about it. It surprises me because we really don't know anything about space <laughs> or astronomy. <laughs> but no, but over the years, we have interviewed a lot about Yes. Them. Do you remember when we interviewed an astronaut on the International Space Station? We have we have really explored space in our own way. Yes. Um, but I got to say, until the live announcement yesterday, which, of course, I watched, I wasn't fully on board with the Artemis mission. I didn't really understand why we were going back to the moon, but I totally get it now. Artemis, one, two, three, I'm on board with you. And their their slogan, by the way, I don't know if you watched the the live event. Oh, Liz, because you're a marketer, you like it that they have a slogan. Okay. They have a slogan. That's <laughs> their slogan. Julie. Here's the slogan. We are going. That's the slogan. Oh, that's good. So that's the way I feel about Minneapolis in October. <laughs> we are going. It's exciting. It makes you want to get on board. So um, so here's the thing. There's Artemis 1, which was the uncrewed mission that was up there in December. You may have missed that. You know, when humans aren't on it, it doesn't get a lot of news. Um, Artemis 2 is what they announced yesterday. So Artemis 2 goes around the moon but does not land on the moon. And Artemis three will be landing on the moon at the South Pole of the moon. So Artemis two, there are four astronauts that are going to be on that. That will go sometime in 2024. They haven't really nailed that down. It will be a 10 day mission in 2024. And do you guys remember when the last time is that we uh, landed on the moon? No. Uh, it was 50 years ago, 1972. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, really? Whoa. We are going. <laughs> we are going. Well, there could be some changes on the moon that we're not <laughs> well aware of. Okay. 
Good. Here, yeah. And what's interesting about the missions, and again, why I all of a sudden got on board, is because the plan is, in various stages, they're going to land on the moon. They're going to build a place to live on the moon called Artemis Base Camp. So on the surface of the moon, there's going to be a base camp. And then above the moon, they are building a gateway in lunar orbit. So in the future, there's going to be a lot of coming and going. And the reason they're building the base camp is because it's from the moon to Mars, sisters. This is how uh, we're getting to Mars, which, of course, uh, is the most important thing. So, Leon, I think it's important for people to understand who Artemis is. Okay. You are the classics major in the group. So, Artemis, what's the deal with Artemis? You know, this is just a really niche area of expertise for me because not only was I a classics major, but I wrote my senior thesis on the goddess Artemis. No way. No way. Chances. No way. The chances. Yeah, we, haven't, this, we, we haven't seen that thesis. Are you going to bring it out at the next? I'm uh, not. Family I'm not. I think this is it. I think, I think this okay. is my moment. Uh, so uh, most people know Artemis. She's famously the goddess of the hunt, right? You could see her. You you know her. She's got the bow and arrow. She's got the stag with her. In Roman mythology, she's Diana. Um, but for a bun bunch of reasons, she's also the goddess of chastity, okay? She swore a vow that she was never going to marry. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's the goddess of the moon. So that's why oh, they oh, oh. so but I thought I couldn't see the chastity connection with well the, you know well it has space. to it has to do with think of the moon in terms of um you know your your menstrual cycles so ah. it's both literally the moon and figuratively because she's also the goddess of childbirth and the goddess of childcare. But it all it has, has a lot of responsibilities, huge responsibilities. I mean, you know, it's it also like vegetation and wild animals. Like she's just in charge of a lot of things, Liz, including the moon, both, you know, physically, spiritually and emotionally, the moon. So that's it. So and she's the twin sister of Apollo, who, you know, just gets a lot more as is a lot more famous than Artemis. Always. I always. Yeah. 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 Great. Always, uh, the man gets top billing. But, it's a great okay. tribute to her. So, and, but and they've already said. used Apollo. So yeah, that's why they're using Artemis. Right. Well, it's Artemis's time. So yes. you, what you may have noticed on your front pages today is the, they announced the four new astronauts, one of whom is a woman. So this is the first time a woman will go to the moon. Her name, oh. is, her name is Christina Koch. And uh, we have actually talked about Christina Koch in the past on Satellite Sisters because she participated in the first all-female spacewalk. Uh -huh. oh, we I, I, do, I do remember that, Liz. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's Christina Koch. She also holds the record for the largest single space flight by a woman. She's been at the International Space Station for 328 days in oh, the wow. past. Yeah. So that's the longest um, uh, single space flight. She has worked, she's got quite a career behind her. She spent a year on Antarctica studying stuff. She's been in Alaska. She's been in American Samoa. She's an engineer. Anyway, congratulations to Christina Koch. And I was super happy last night at the Final Four, if you watched the men's Final Four final game, when they announced the four new astronauts, because of course they were in Houston, Space City, they were in Houston. So all the astronauts got a huge cheer last night at the game. Did you see that? I did. That was very moving. Yeah. yeah. Just a reminder, like these are these people are the real deal. Right. They, okay. Once They're once Canadian too, right? Uh, I think you yeah. give shout out to Canada on this. Uh, our good friends okay. to the north. Okay. We're so including is, them. Yes. Yeah. And this is one of the points I want to leave you with. I think when we try to think about who our role models are, especially in technology and science. We spend too much time talking about tech bros and not enough time talking about astronauts. So I think we need to commit to astronauts are the role models we seek in this era. So is, that's all I'm going to say is we are going. Sisters. Okay. That's a very good point, Liz. Mm -hmm. um, uh, turning to another topic, we are a good friend of our family and a good friend of Satellite Sisters, Jerry Marcus Smith, passed away this week, uh, and she was surrounded by her family. Leon, you you know you know uh, Jerry from way back when, right? Right. She's the mom of one of my oldest summer camp friends. 
So my friend Courtney grew up in Dallas and I grew up in Connecticut. We went to camp in Maine and, you know, when we were 10, 11 years old and we've been friends ever since. And I, we've just interacted with the Smith family over the decades for years. Every time I went to Dallas, you know, they were just so lovely hosting us for book events and just having us for lunch and been to their house in Maine. So a very long friendship with the Smith family. And uh, Jerry was actually on Satellite Sisters. You remember when she wrote a book about her dad, Stanley yes. Marcus, one of the founders of Neiman Marcus, she she and Allison Smith, her daughter, were on Satellite Sisters. I so, remember that. Yeah, it's just been a really lovely relationship for many years. And we just saw her, if you were at our event in Dallas in October, uh, Jerry was there, one of our honored guests at Rise. It was wow. lovely to see her in October. Yes. Well, she did. Jerry had an amazing life. It was a big storied life. And there was a beautiful obituary in the Dallas Morning News that, you know, highlighted her professional and personal and civic accomplishments. But what I found so wonderful and so genuine and so, like, life-affirming were some of the small details that were in the obituary. Uh, she had a rescue cat named Pickles. Um, that and made I, me cry. I saw I know. I saw uh, that. But, I know she, you know, her when she was in college, her parents sent her on a summer abroad po uh, program to Florence because they were afraid that she was about to get a marriage proposal. And they thought, <laughs> but and indeed, she did end up marrying, uh, marrying her beau. And then uh, just another detail that she had served on a board of a girls school here in Dallas, the Hockaday School. And it was Jerry who introduced the green and plaid skir skirt uh, that is still the uniform that the girls wear now. So <laughs> that's you know, incredible. I, I mean, it's just little details like that. But it, you know, it made me think about obituaries and, you know, how important they are and how they bring to life uh, someone's life and how it's how they capture both the big events and the small events. And, you know, we've had a discussion about this in my book club, which uh uh, you know, on the side, we where our my book club has the name Fitzwilliam Literary Society after Pride and Prejudice, of course. And the joke is, we named our book club the Fitzwilliam Literary Society because we thought it would all look good in our obituaries. You know, very religious. <laughs> you know that we have brand oh, everything. But one of my friends, Peg, was talking about what a great memory she had with her mother at the end of her mother's life, helping her mother write her obituary, that it was a really, you know, wonderful thing to do. I mean, do you think about writing your own obituaries or think about what you'd want included in it? I I don't think it has to be a morbid thing. I, uh, Leanne? You know, I wrote mom and dad's obituary. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I had never written obituaries before. And I found it to be such a uh, just a very powerful experience, you know, to try to capture the essence of who they were with all of their accomplishments and lists of things and the facts and the figures that people want to know, but also the spirit of who they are as humans. And I I just really enjoyed that process. I also found it really satisfying that that was my tiny role in, you know, yeah. the, fun the funeral, you know, rites of my parents, that that's, that's what I did. I've been a longtime fan of obituaries. I read them every day in the paper. Rather, you know, 99% of the people I do really? not know. I get a lot of story ideas and names from obituaries. So oh. just incredible details in obituaries. So would I write my own? I don't know. But I love that idea of talking to the person who's going to write it. Yes. Like, I, I wish I had had that conversation with mom and dad. Yes. And I know that I was thinking about their obituaries long before they died. So uh, thinking about what I would write. So I, I, I think it's just a really lovely idea to sort of bring people in on that because you do you want some of the big, big ideas, but you want the small things that, that humanize them. So, right. um, yeah, I would, you know, I'll start taking some notes this week. But I think a great obituary is, is a great it's just a great legacy. Really? How about you, Liz? Do you think about that or have no. you thought about? No, never would. No, never was. Have I thought about that? It, it, It's a good thing to think about. No, I'm really just thinking about all that time we spent with mom at the end of her life. Right. We right. we knew she was dying. It's not like it came as a surprise. We all spent a lot of time with her during those last couple of months. It 
it would have been great to have the conversation, even if it's not what do you want in your obituary, but to have the conversation, how would you really like to be remembered? What right. Would- Right. You know, what was most important to you in your life? It, that would have been a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just remember mom at the end, she she just kept saying, can you believe this is happening? Can you I know. It? Remember how much she said that? She just, yeah. I, she just didn't want to die. She just, she just could not believe she no. was dying. So, no. so I think because of that, we missed an opportunity to have the bigger conversation with her. Yeah. Right. Right. I have dad had Alzheimer's, so yeah, he really was that would not have been constructive. Last... I mean, he he made up a lot of stuff about yeah, yeah. In the last few years of his life. Yes, yeah, yeah. but he had some good stories there, yes. <laughs> none of which were true. But uh, <laughs> the, fa- the fact checking process would have blown up a lot of his material. But I, I have thought about like I would like to have a nice portrait photo- uh, photograph taken of me. Uh, yes, not and not a headshot that we have for satellite sisters, but a, a very nice photograph. And I, again, talking to some of my friends, uh, my one of my friends, Grace Ann, she's she's afraid her husband's just going to take one of the pictures that's on the refrigerator and slap that in the paper. You know, I mean, being more intentional about like. You know, you know, that you have a portrait that reflects who you are at the age you are. You know, right. sometimes you don't have time to do that. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to, you know, have in my o- obituary a picture of me when I'm 20. You know, it should reflect my whole full full life, you know. Uh, so that is something I've thought about. But I haven't really thought about writing my own obituary. But mm-hmm. um, it is it is something it is something to think about. And it's something if you're caring for parents or caring for people that are at the end of their lives, that it 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 can be a nice conversation. And I think it uh, and yeah. very yeah. memorable and meaningful. So um, um, that was, you know, and this and certainly uh, uh, Jer- Jerry Smith's um, um, obituary was a lovely one. So uh, we will be thinking of her and her family. Yes. That's yes. nice, Julie. Yeah. All right. This this feels really out of context now, but there were a couple of other things uh, that popped up on the Facebook group over spring break that um, I, we just wanted to get behind. Things we should bring back. And most of them are, well, let's face it, all of them are super duper mundane. And it's somehow a, co- a conversation about cottage cheese popped up on the Facebook group. Uh, and cottage cheese, Julie, you and I have talked about cottage yes. cheese. We have, we have been pro cottage cheese for a long time. It really seemed to disappear. It was <laughs> like, you know, the diet plate food of the 70s. Remember, right? Yes. Yes. Cottage cheese and two hard tomato slices. And that was your diet plate. <laughs> um, but Julie, it is back in a big way. And you know why? Because why? Instagram, you know, Instagram is just one big hack now. And one of the hacks they've been doing is uh, cottage cheese ice cream. Okay. Oh, so this yeah, it's because it sounds wrong, Leon. Uh, I know. But it's just blended up, blend up cottage cheese and some strawberries and stick it, you know, stick it in a freezer and it's ice cream. But all of a sudden, it's like a whole new generation of people have have, have discovered cottage cheese. So we stand by that. That's great. Yes. I would love to see more cottage cheese options available in the store. So mm-hmm. go cottage cheese is what I say. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Mary posted uh, uh, something that made literally all three of us separately laugh out loud. Mary yes. wants to know. Where have all the brand muffins gone? Okay, she was grocery shopping. <laughs> she was looking for healthy breakfast brand muffins, good fiber locale. She went to three markets, bakeries, no luck. Is there a supply chain issue with brands she wants to know? Are they not popular with the current age demographic? And this is my favorite part. Mary's like, I don't want to bake it. I just want to eat it occasionally. So <laughs> Mary did not want your brand muffin recipes. She just wanted to know where have all the brands. They were used to be so popular. Don't yes. you remember those giant brand muffins, mm-hmm. right? Everybody was eating those, right? Yes. Yeah. And why were they sticky? We don't know. Like, what was it? Cunny that was covering them? They were so I don't know. delicious. And granny and just, it was just really, you could really just chew on that thing for hours. It was yeah. great. It was, a, it was a scam. We were told that this was the most healthful breakfast you could have. And they were like, you know, 
3,000 calories. <laughs> no, I know. And they were giant. Like you could have just seen the muffin top on that one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Louise commented, I remember eating a bran muffin the size of my head in the 80s and thinking they were so healthful. You're right, Louise. They were giant. They were everywhere. They were in every deli, every, everywhere. <laughs> we bring them back. Bring them back. If cottage cheese can come back, so can bran muffins. All right. And then finally, Debbie all right, this is one of my favorite photos I've ever seen on Satellite Sisters. Debbie began volunteering at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Museum in Springfield, Illinois. And she posted a photo of herself and like the animatronic Abe Lincoln family. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little freaky. Didn't it freak you out when you first looked at it? Yes. Who are these people? <laughs> they were not to scale or Debbie is a giant. We don't know. Neither one is true. But <laughs> so, but. But Debbie wanted to know, where have all the khakis gone? Okay, it's part uh-huh. of the uniform because, you know, that's their cutting edge there in Springfield, Illinois. They're sticking with the khakis and the golf shirt. And she said, the ones I've been wearing are at least 15 years old, maybe even 20. And she needs new better fitting ones. And that's yeah. what I appreciated. She wants them to look great because she's at the Abe Lincoln Presidential Museum. Sure. So she's also, she's kind of a giant. She needs a 34-inch inseam, which to me, that would go to my head if I had a... <laughs> they would be over my head. So uh, the consensus is that she can find them at LLB. But if anyone has any help, just just help Debbie out. She wants some okay. she wants some snappy khakis there to wear as part of. Well, these are some real. I've got one word here. The word is Chico's too. Okay, <laughs> you know, do they have khakis? Don't sleep on. Sometimes they have like stretchy khaki-ish. That they dress oh. for khakis, but be a little bit, you know, a little bit more comfy. I think. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Chico. There you go, Debbie. There you go. Leon, thank you for this report. <laughs> Cheese, brand muffins, and khakis. But no, without you on this show, we could not. Thank you. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, 
any day now that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds you like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. All right, we're back. Hey, April is a big month for me. This is Leanne, and I just wanted... uh, I just want to let people know a couple of things. I'm working currently working on three books at once, three novels, and it's sort of blowing my mind. <laughs> so How do I wanted to share. Liz, I have to tell you, it's blowing my mind. It is a little hard to do these things. Here's what's happening. Um, uh, I am, I am, have a book coming out in paperback on April 18th. That is the paperback version of Lost and Found in Paris. Okay, that book is complete. There's a book, there's a very small book tour happening, a few events. So I'm going to get back to that. I have turned in my book for spring 2024. That's called The Marriage Sabbatical. Yes. So right. You've told us about that. So that's uh-huh. a year away. Okay. Yes. But right. what will happen is on April 12th, The Marriage Sabbatical copy edits will come back to me. And I have two weeks to very, very carefully go through the book and accept, rewrite, do any tiny copy edits that I need. And that that process involves me reading the book out loud to myself, Ugh. you know, for a week. That takes a week to actually physically read the book out loud to make sure I didn't miss anything, they didn't miss anything. Okay, so that's book two. And then I have already started my book for 2025, which is due this summer, called The Wedding. So that's, I've been up here for two weeks. I've been in Oregon working on that uh, because I need to to jumpstart that. So that is three books at once. It is blowing my mind. So, okay, wait a minute, the wedding. I think that's the first time we're hearing about that. I know. Yeah. Normally you don't even tell us the title until until it's on the bookshelves. Uh, Okay. It was was announced at Publishers Weekly. So I thought I could go public with it. Uh, It's the wedding and it's a book. It's a fun social satire. And it's a book told from two points of view, the mother of the bride and the mother of the groom. Oh, my God. I love that idea. Right? Yeah. Right. right? Okay. Good. So, I mean, I know who I'm not going to tell you any more about the characters because that's the story, but that's the concept. So uh, I am going to be following all things wedding uh, for the next six months. So as I put this book together, okay. but that it is kind of blowing my mind because I'm writing that now, but then I'll have to stop and do the copy edits for the marriage sabbatical while I'm also promoting Lost and Found in Paris. So yeah, here's where all things Paris are still... Maybe you could do like yeah. some color-coded system in your office. You know, purple for the Paris book, some other color for that Santa Fe book, and then, <laughs> and then obviously white for the wedding book. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Color-coding, Leanne. It's an organizational tool. Thanks. It's free. I gave you free advice. Okay. <laughs> well, also one of the keys is that uh, for this paperback launch, I'll just, I'm going to say this very gently. Like my publisher was on strike, HarperCollins, for quite a while. So the long story short is they're really not be able to help me out on anything. So I'm doing all the promotion myself, putting together a few events, putting together some virtual events. That's why I hired our niece, Fiona Dolan. She's doing the TikTok stuff. Like okay. I'm having to, it's a very DIY thing. So please don't say to me, oh, please come to Poughkeepsie. I'm not going to. I can't. I, it's all DIY. But I am doing some virtual events. Uh, so uh, I'll be putting it all in pep talk. 
You can also sign up for my newsletter at Leah Dolan. I'll be spreading links around. Stuff will be free. We'll be doing some free stuff on the show. I'm doing the Literary Festival in Pasadena, May 6th and 7th, you know, moderating some fun panels. I'm going to actually be on Martha's Vineyard on June 15th. <laughs> you are? Okay. You know, that seemed like a great idea in October. I mean, it's still a great idea, but I'm like, I got to get to Martha's Vineyard. I got to focus on that. I'm doing an event at the West Tisbury Public Library with my friend, Liz, who's oh, an artist. So we're doing a, we're doing like a presentation on creativity. So the two oh, of us, which should wow. be really fun. Yeah. Good. Liz got the gig. We're going. Somehow I have to get to Martha's Vineyard. I'm sure I'll figure it out. Um, but it's all great. But here's here's what I need. If you haven't bought the book yet and you're interested in reading it, it'd be great to pre-order it in paperback. That's a huge help. If you read it and you loved it and you want to share the link to pre-order or to order it in paperback, that's also a big help to me. Mm -hmm. If you have a book club and you want to recommend it because now it's in paperback and a lot of book clubs only read paperback, great. That's happening. You know, follow along on Instagram or on TikTok. That's great. So any help, any help, I'll take any help. Anybody can get it. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a great and paperback, perfect for summer travels. Yeah, and perfect trips. for travel. Right. Yes. Yeah. Travels, trips, beaches, lakes, you name it. It's yes. going to be good. Yes. yes. It's an art history mystery with romance and intrigue and rock and roll. It sounds like a it makes you feel like you've spent a week in Paris. That's what people say to me, and which is what I wanted. It's like taking a vacation in Paris. So Lost and Found in Paris, that's out in paperback April 18th. And then I'll keep you updated on the other books. But thank you. Thank you, sisters. Thank you. Okay. Wow. That's a lot. That's head-exploding time for sure. All right. Well, it is time for Entertaining Sisters. And um, I would like to thank Carrie in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group for making a suggestion back on March 10th. She just wanted to know, like, what's the plan for talking about the new season of Top Chef? That's what she wanted to know. Uh, she knew it was going to be an all-star season, and she just, were we going to tackle Top Chef uh, in the Facebook group? So I thought a lot about it. It's hard because people can sort of watch at their own pace, and there are spoilers with people getting eliminated. So here's what we're doing, Carrie and all, for Top Chef. One of my favorite things about Top, Top Chef, so this is season 20, and it's an all-star season in London. But I just got to say, Top Chefs say the craziest things, right? I mean, I think when you actually watch that show and you listen to what they say, what the judges say, what the chefs say, they just say crazy things. And they are even crazier when you take them out of context. So what we are going to do in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, there's one main thread that I, that I have started, and I just want you to post all of your craziest sentences from Top Chef this season, totally out of context. That's the key. It's an out of context <laughs> contest, right? So anything from a new episode this year in season 20, or somebody asked, Last Chance Kitchen, does that count? Yes. Last Chance Kitchen counts, even though I have not watched any Last Chance Kitchen yet. So you'll just go to the thread and you post your favorite crazy out-of-context sentence. And you can do that every week. You can do that multiple times a week. Uh, I put up a couple in the, the thread already. One of my faves last week was, I brush my teeth with mashed potatoes. <laughs> I like that. See, I don't even watch this show, Liz. So I think I'm just going to enjoy the posts in the Facebook group. So thank you Isn't for doing that. It. Intriguing. I yes. yes. It doesn't make me want to watch the show, but I, I I like that. And then Danette immediately jumped in. She had a post, and Danette, I have to say, I remember this moment in the show when someone said this, and I literally did laugh out loud. It's a very simple sentence. One of the chef contest contestants said. It's not top scallop. That's all. <laughs> uh, so out of context, it's even crazier than it sounded in context. So please, uh, you can go there. You can do that in any order as many times as you want. And then at the end of season 20, anyone who posted anything on this thread, I'm going to put your names in a hat and you are going to win. There's going to be a drawing. You will win a piece and sauce apron from oh, the satellite sister shop oh yeah oh yeah this is an actual oh. contest you i didn't i don't think you approved this with the, the satellite sisters 
system. Wait, what? Just go, going out on she's going out on her own land. <laughs> I just oh. want to encourage participation throughout the season, and I think it could be fun. And Carrie, this was my way of making sure we didn't have any spoilers in the group. Right? This is just so people can appreciate the show, appreciate every new episode. We can all laugh together. And that's what we're going to do. Okay. So Top Chef out of context on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. There you go. Okay. Wow. All right. Exciting, Liz. Hard to follow. Well, Liz, I know you and I have been watching the new Netflix series, The Night Agent, okay, Uh, uh, which is a 10-episode series. And this, Lynn, is about an FBI agent who was monitoring an emergency line, and he answers a call that leads him into this deadly conspiracy involving a mole in the White House. Okay. Ooh, that sounds great. So, So actually, this series doesn't really cover any new ground. But here's what this series has. <laughs> and okay. even better. Oh, even better. Okay. It's very solid. Okay, number one. It moves along, as our mother Edna Dolan would say. Okay, this is a pretty fast-paced show. Lots of twists and turns. You don't know who are the good guys or who are the bad guys. There's excellent chemistry between the FBI agent Peter Sutherland and Rose Larkin, who is IT startup failed CEO who's helping him out. Okay. But Liz, I would have to say my favorite character in this series is Diane Farr, the chief of staff. Okay. Yeah. Played by Hong Chow. Mm-hmm. This is, she just kills this role. And you are just, you are just mesmerized by everything mm-hmm. she does. They have a pair of assassins in the show, Leon, and it, they tried to humanize the assassin. <laughs> Right, Liz? Right, Liz? Yes. They're trying to share all the things the assassins do just for fun with each other. Yes. You normally see that. The whole life of the crazy assassin. They're trying to make them a more more rounded view of assassins, land. So Hmm. all in all, it's an excellent series. I think if you're looking for something where... You don't have to think too hard. You have to think a little because you have to follow the plot. But it's a good, fast-paced, um, sort of a spy versus spy conspiracy kind of thing. Um, I would give it two thumbs up, Liz. How about you? Yeah. yeah, two thumbs up. And I like the 10 episodes. That was just the right number. You know, I actually watched it in sort of three evenings, boom, 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 to get through all 10. And I enjoyed it that way. Yes, and they are signed up for season two. So oh, if you enjoyed that. season one, there will be a season two. Now, Leon, I have a special show I want to recommend for you. You you know how I love, uh, or really, yeah, how how I love British crime shows, okay? Yes. Brit Box, okay? Also through Amazon Prime. I have a new show for you. It's called The Mallorca Files. Now, this is a British uh, uh, cop and she's in the the island of Mallorca, which is a Spanish island. And she's paired with, get this, a carefree, carefree uh, German detective named Max Winter. Okay, that's his Ooh. character. Okay, and he has just decided to leave Germany, and he lives in Mallorca. He do- he wears loafers with no socks and drives around in a vintage BMW, solving uh, crimes. Okay, that's it. But the reason I like this and I'm recommending it for you is uh, he looks a lot like your older son. Okay, like really your son in like maybe 10 years. Okay, he's got kind of like a Brooks vibe about him. Like I can see Brooks as the carefree German driving around in the BMW with no socks on uh, and wearing loafers. (laughs) Anyway. I think it's a really fun series. They have very good chemistry together. Um, there are three seasons of it. And uh, I, I was sad when it was over because it was just, it was very enjoyable uh, to watch. So that's called The Mallorca Files. It's on Amazon Prime, Brit Brooks. Oh, Julian, he does kind of look like Brooks. Yes, he does. Like yes, that's yes. not that far afield. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. There's a good reason for everyone to watch. Yes, I mean, I you know you got to recommend for certain reasons. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, we haven't had time yet to uh, to talk about the new season of Succession, and we don't have a lot of time today to do it. But I just want to say, the new season season of Succession on HBO Max is so good 
that I've now become hooked on multiple podcasts about the new season of oh, oh, Lens. So this has become very time consuming for me because <laughs> the oh new episodes drop on Sunday night on HBO Max. And then immediately I need to listen to now what are people saying about it? Because there are just so many lines in it that's hilarious. The one that I'm going to quote, which hang on, I had this right here in my notes, is the in the in the first episode, the children, who we know are losers, but they're very rich losers. So, you know, they feel like they can sort of do anything uh they want. They are trying to um launch a new media company, and they describe it in one laugh-out-loud moment. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I put it in. It is, they describe, their new media project is called The Hundred, which is just such a tech bro kind of name anyway. And, Leon, I'll pitch this to you. The Hundred is Substack meets Masterclass meets The Economist meets The New Yorker. What do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right then, you know, this is n never going to work. This is that. But it just shows how, like, it positions them perfectly. Anyway, so the moment I hear people talking about Substack meets Masterclass meets The Economist meets The New Yorker, well, then you have to listen to media people talk about this. So my favorite podcast about the new season of Succession is from The Ringer, you know, which is Bill Simmons's. Um, uh, podcast network, and they have a series called the Prestige TV Podcast, where they basically do recaps and precaps of uh, just their favorite shows. So the Ringer, they're posting a, they watch the show, and then like immediately, either that night or the next morning, on the Prestige uh, Podcast, they Prestige TV Podcast, they get up their review. And what, what I like about them is they're basically, it's Bill Simmons and a couple of other people who are just super smart. And they're basically just picking their favorite lines from the show and laughing out loud. It's not, they're talking about the characters. They're, there's nothing like super deep going on here. They just really appreciate the hilarity of the show. So I like that. Another one that a lot of people listen to is the official. Oh, is. Wow. I know this is. <laughs> HBO podcast. I'm just, this is going to be quick because really I say go to Prestige TV podcast. It's the most fun. But then, you know, Kara Swisher, who does multiple other podcasts. Every other podcast. Yeah, if it's not, every other yeah, podcast. Every, all the podcasts we don't do. Mm -hmm. So I hesitate to even recommend it, but she is doing one. She's the official HBO podcast. And she talks to people who are like, the showrunner, the writers, the people that are behind the scenes of the show. So she gets a little extra stuff. And then she also gets details from the media world or the tech world or that. So there's that. So those are the two that I would recommend. I'm going to skip the other two. That uh, when uh, when are you going to be <laughs> when are you going to be interviewed on these podcasts, Liz? That's what we want to know. The Superfan podcast. Yeah, but I I just enjoy listening to other people take it apart because, well, you guys, you two did TV recaps for many yes. years. And yes. you were very skilled at it. I never participated in that, but I do appreciate people who are skilled at bringing the episode back and in a fun way and telling you things that you may or may not have noticed. So anyway, but succession, enough said. It's great. All right. I Again, I've been working, so I haven't actually been watching that much TV. So I'm behind on a bunch of the stuff, but I can see I have my watching and listening list set. All right. We want to remind you, Satellite Sisters Big Fun Weekend, October 13th through 15th in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Ooh. Minnesota. We can't we'll wait. Be there, Liz, Julie, and I will be there. We want to see you. We want to see you and your Satellite Sisters. Head on over to SatelliteSisters.com for details and frequently asked questions. Uh, all right. What else, Liz? You want to wish people what? What's happening? Yeah. Well, it's a holiday weekend. If you're celebrating Passover or Easter, happy Passover or Easter. We just wanted to say that. All right, thank you, of course, to our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Thank you to Emily Loudermilk for doing the graphics for our show and other graphics. You can see Emily's work at our Instagram account, at Sat Sisters. Um, to-dos. All right, here's my, here's my to-do. Okay, you guys, I, I'm in Oregon. We went skiing one day. I went skiing one day. I haven't skied in five years. I can tell you after that one day, every cell in my body hurt. I just <laughs> so... Oh, really? Of ski shape. Yeah. And uh, 
I mean, I used to ski a lot. I just haven't uh-huh. skied a lot lately. I'd like to get back into it. So I'm giving myself a year to get back into shape for skiing. It may include foot surgery because uh, just trying oh, to wear ski boots with a bunion is very, Ouch. very hard. It was, oh, a, yeah. it was a humbling experience. Thrilling, tons of snow, but humbling. So I got a year to get my ski ski jam back on. That's, that's on my to-do list. It's a long, long view one. Liz, how about you? Okay, well, later this week, I am going on an Airstream adventure, uh, which is not as adventurous as it sounds. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I am meeting some friends at a campground that is all Airstreams. So you... Oh, yeah, those look cute. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if like sleeping in an air, air, Airstream is that good, but they look cute. Those look well, pretty. The key is I don't have to drive an Airstream, Julie. Right? Oh, yes, just, yes. The Airstream is parked and you don't, you just like show up and you check into it like a hotel room, but it's an Airstream. So, of course, we have the dog friendly one in this campground. Uh, so, Hooper and I. We'll have our, have our own Airstream. And then two of my friends who are down in Southern California visiting for spring break, they have an Airstream. And we're just going to, like, have an Airstream adventure parked in, in the campground. So that's it. That's about as adventurous as I'm feeling. I will report back on my Airstream findings next week. Uh, I'm hmm. curious. I'm curious because I've seen those and they they look snappy, but I just I want to know about the sleep experience. Yeah, uh, and they have like little fire pits outside. Oh yeah, well, they look fun. They look, they look good. Can, yeah, I, I'm giving it a go. Okay, okay. Mine very simple: dyeing the Easter eggs. Okay, I have my pause kit, old fashioned pause kit. And then, you know, you boil the eggs and then you let the kids dye them. Okay. I'm saying this so emphatically because, like everything else now, they've ruined Easter eggs. Like, you go on Instagram <laughs> and they like have, like, they have made it so complicated. You know, these, you know, the way they decorate them or their system of dyeing or just get the go to the grocery store, buy the pods, kids, you put the, the water in. You know, and let the, the vinegar, kids, yeah, the vinegar, whatever color they want, fine. Okay, not everything has to be like decorator Instagram quality. Just okay, just okay. give the eggs back to the kids. Is yes, what said, right? yes, that's right, Liz. Okay, mm-hmm. so I've got okay. mine. We're gonna dye eggs the old-fashioned way, and I don't want I don't want to hear anything about it. Okay. <laughs> Was that a to do or a rant? What that was, was that? Uh, it's, it's a fine line. Fine line. Okay. And, and sounds like it's going to be fun at your house. So enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sisters. This is it. Minneapolis, we're going. Thanks for listening to the we show today. Yep. yep. Sisters, have a great week. You, you too. too. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>